Welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Carolyn. This is part three of God's Love in the studio with Sam, our producer, and Dina and Lisa. We just keep finding that this conversation just is so vast and so deep that we can't run out of things to say. But on part two that we had aired uh, last week, we had talked a little bit about how Dina had come to the Lord, how I had come to the Lord, and we ended with how Lisa had experienced God's love and came to Him. And just to recap, you were in your early 20s, and you had been raised in church but didn't pay any attention while you were there. (laughs) And listening audience to know her, she's our teacher You've been teacher, preacher, you know, such a heart for God, and you are so close to God to hear about that person who didn't really want to know at one time God and was kind of rebellious where he was concerned. It's amazing to me, mind blowing mm-hmm. to me that that is that was a part of who you are. But it's also such a testament to who God is and who He had planned for you to be. So you know, she goes to church only because a guy that she went out with had asked her to go to church, and things developed from there. And the last episode we ended with. She's having this conversation with God in her head about when the service was over, she was going to a party, had her head down, and the minister that was there ended up kind of God arrested the service and spoke through that minister to you about your plans to go to this party, which would flip anyone out that this minister was in your head when really God was speaking, but that was another demonstration to you about God's love for you and how serious he was to want you. So this minister talks to you uh, on behalf of that conversation you're having in your head by yourself with God, and you end up going forward. And the minister even said, I love this too. You can go ahead and go to that party. God just wants you. So it kind of put me in mind of what we'd heard about Todd White years ago. The night he got saved, he went and got a 12-pack of beer and went home and celebrated, (laughs) Celebrated, you know. Uh, I love it. I just love it. Uh, But God didn't care if you went to that party or not. And you went forward, gave your life to God. You went to that party, but you had been changed. And that party didn't feel as good to you as maybe it would have before. And you ended up leaving and going home. Pick up from there and tell us a little more, if you would. I think it's that pursuing that we're talking uh-huh. about. I mean, is that not exactly. pursuing to the max as yes. far as that goes? And I think if I had been told that, you know, you've given your heart to the Lord now, now you can't go to yes. that part. That's the right, last thing right. that you tell someone who's... You know, a little rebellious anyway, Mm -hmm. to start with. I I think it was telling me that I could go is what helped me, you know, not enjoy it once I was there. Yeah, you had freedom to go. Yeah, and it's just that, gosh, that wooing. And Uh that when I look back, I'm like, 
gosh, God, you went to big that, extremes. Yeah, yeah. And it's like Dina said, you shut down a whole, one of you said, yes, entire service. service. Yeah. Yeah. Just for, for God to speak to me through yes. this minister. Yeah. And so um, I wanted to clarify with you, you weren't saying anything out loud. No. To the minister, so you were having these thoughts in my a conversation. Head, conversation to somebody. I mean, basically, in a nutshell, I was telling God, "Look, I'm 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 going to party. Uh-huh. This is not about you." Uh-huh. And this minister was hearing God's conversation with, with you, me. and as God's mouthpiece was saying, was telling you exactly, really what he that he was pursuing you. Go ahead and go to the party. I just want you. Yes. That is yes. amazing. And, and that, just, that's, you know, that is God's love. That's the epitome. That's the epitome. Yes. I remember at one point. Do what point, you want. I just want yeah. you. Yes. I remember at one point telling God, you know, I came here for him, the guy that I'm sitting with. You know, I, I came here for him. So clear. And then the minister says, God doesn't care your reason why you came. Wow. Wow. He just wants you. And I'm, that's when I kept thinking, this is voodoo. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, for someone that doesn't know God, you know, right. what do you – Of course. How, right. do you, how, do you, how do you interpret what's going on here? Yes. That's why I kept saying, okay, God, I'm, I'm, uh, even though I'm not his, I'm saying, okay, I'm not one of these people. Uh-huh. I, I don't know what kind of church I've walked into, uh-huh. but this is like voodoo type stuff. And I, I'm not – don't hold this against me that I'm here, you know. Well, and we could go back to God touch you up with that guy. Yeah. However, yeah. that went. That was a setup by the Lord, too. Hundred percent. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he completely. God's like, definitely in the setup there. business. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. always setting us up for the next thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So interestingly enough, you had you went to church when you were young. I went to church, and I think the biggest difference between when I was younger and accepted the Lord. Until I got older, I knew all the Bible stories. Uh-huh. Now, how they related to my life, yeah, couldn't tell you. Yeah, I knew about Joseph and his coat of many colors. Yes. I knew about Noah and the ark, sang songs about them. Yes. You know, as a kid, yeah. um, all the cute little songs, Jesus which, which loves is good, me. absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So I knew all of the Bible stories. I just didn't know how. Didn't know him. I didn't know him. Yes. I didn't know the God of all those stories. Right, right. Um, and it wasn't Same. until, you know, I, I was older and rededicated my life to him. Yes. And I can remember um, having a conversation with Pastor Kevin one time, and we were talking about the Bible. And I, I must have said a statement, something like, you know, I just don't understand it always when I'm reading it. Mm-hmm. He said, just ask the author. Mm-hmm. If wow. you ever really want to know what's, what an author means in any book, mm-hmm. whether it's one that you pull off a shelf or whether it's the Bible, just go to the author mm-hmm. and say, what did you mean by this? Mm-hmm. How does this fit for me? That changed my life. Yeah. Changed yes. the entire course of how his word became alive to me. Uh-huh. Because there was, it was amazing, awesome. and I'm very thankful for that conversation that we had. But I want to share that with others. You know, that that came to life for me. That that made the the word a living, breathing word because mm-hmm. I could go to the author mm-hmm. and in having a conversation with with the father and say, "What does this mean?" Mm-hmm. That doesn't have to fully address something that I'm going through right now today, but I think in some of our studies, what we can see is God's, the fruit of the Spirit, Uh you know, His long-suffering, His patience, His love, Mm -hmm. His 
um, everything that he has for us. So, And he's available for us any conversation we want to have, or if we just want to get in his presence and not speak, but think right. about him or think on him, he's there for all that. You know, I'll segue, too, to something, another one of our conversations with the three of us, and you you may have already by now, Dina, but we had had this big conversation about the movie The, uh, the Chosen. Lisa has watched it all the way through. I'm still working on it. Uh, there was an episode on finishing season two, and either episode seven or eight, you know, Jesus had been ministering, and he came comes back to the camp that they're in, and he pulls his disciples, his people together, and he begins to talk about them. And John 17 is prevalent because they ask him, uh, Master, teach us to pray like you do, which is John 17. And But the things that he said, the actor, Jesus, to them about how to connect with God and how we've got to be mindful to get with him, that was life-changing to me after all these years, you know, 27, 26, 7 years. The fact that Jesus himself in his humanity, not in his what, not in his supernatural being, but in his humanity had to practice the things that we now work on practicing to develop our relationship with God. He had to do that. It wasn't like it was, I'm sure it did come natural, but in his humanity, not in his supernatural being. He was all man, all God. In his all man, the humanity side of who he was, he and he began to tell his disciples in that episode, you know, we must pull away from all that's going on, the people that were coming after them and after him, we must pull away and go and be with the Lord. And this is some of the things that you say. And I thought, oh, I could listen to this over and over again. But the fact that it was coming from Jesus Christ in another way than I'd ever seen it written, he was talking in this episode to them about, you know, it just made it more personal to me, and it made it more revelational to me that Jesus, granted it was an actor, but that Jesus in his humanness had to be mindful of doing some of the things that we try to be mindful or disciplined in doing in our relationship with him. You know, when I first started seeing Rich, when you first, when any relationship, us, the three of us, right? we all have a past where we go back, we had a respect for each other, we knew each other, we loved each other, hi, how you doing? We weren't close like we are now. Right. right. We became uh, intentional. We yes. did about, what, three years ago or Probably, four? Yeah. But other than that, there was a, always a, a regard for each other. But when we did become, what was it, uh, consciously committed, mm-hmm. as the uh, definition said. decision to do. Yeah. Right. 
we we put an effort into it and out of that in the last two three four years it's grown to a pretty intense level of love and respect and we just light up when we come together you know and we can talk about anything forever and we can be the only three in the room of hundreds you know that's the same thing with him it's the same with rich or anyone when we are committed to make that decision to grow i'm going to make time to be with the lord we make time to be together and that's part of how these connections and these relationships grow and the things that we draw from each other even in the devotion lisa shows up as our teacher right thank I mean, you lisa yeah we were not shocked by that whatsoever <laughs> not at all. but the things that all I'm three amazed, of us are actually yes learning really. from each other yes it's just a whole nother level of our relationship that we'll be able to draw on forever and I love that out of learning about him, we learn about each other and the things that we learn we're going to sow into. It's all reciprocal and giving and yeah, it is giving. And I don't know about you guys, but even when we go out and we get together, I've I've always been a people watcher. I I can just watch how people react in different ways, and it's comical i mean my mom and i actually we used to we had a habit i say habit i guess a tradition when i used to live down in south carolina on christmas eve day we would always go out and just be yes. am, just to be among the people that's good uh, starting about noon because then the real havoc kicks up uh-huh. there because <laughs> stores are closing at six and we would have people confront us often Hey, uh, you look like a mom. Would 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 you like this? Would uh, her, this is her favorite color? But uh, but you know we get all kinds of things. So I've, I've always been a people watcher. Even when we're out, and even though we are drawn in with each other, I don't know if y'all have ever noticed, but we draw other people into mm-hmm. just the joy that we have because we have so much fun with each other. It draws other people every in every time, mm-hmm. no matter where we go, no matter what we're talking about. You can't hide that joy. Mm-hmm. It's that bushel, you know. Uh, I can't remember what's that song. Hide it under a bushel. No, you know. Yes, uh, let your light shine. Yes, uh-huh. yeah, and we can't hide it. Uh, so people do notice that, and I've, I want, I'm, I'm thankful for that. You know, I'm always asking God for those opportunities to be able to let Him show up um, instead of people seeing, you know, us or yes. me. But I, I didn't know if you guys had ever noticed that. The last time we went, if you remember, I brought brownies, and we were at the yeah, restaurant, right. and the lady just kept coming over and even made a comment of, ooh, those look really good. And Judy was like, do you want oh, yeah. one? Yes. She's like, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she kept coming over and making comments about how much fun we're having sitting there. But I thought, you know, that's pretty good when you've got a waitress that'll come over and eat off the, you know, eat off a plate. That <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I cook those. She doesn't know who I am, you yes. know. And for her to do that. And then we've had people say, you all are having so much fun over here. Absolutely. Yeah, I want what they're drinking. Okay, water, Pepsi, mm-hmm. yeah, water. sure, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dr. Pepper's the hard stuff. Yes, yeah. you're right. Yeah. So how did you develop, Lisa, since we started with that, how did you develop in your relationship with God over the years after that? 
it, I, I wish I could tell you that I got right in the Word and went from Genesis to Revelation, but that's really not I. what happened. I, I did slowly. I mean, I have read it through several times now, but my main thing was I just I talked to him that's awesome. constantly. Yeah. And I think um, – I, I like to go for drives, not snow. Thank you, Dina, for bringing me here today. But <laughs> I, I, I would just go for a drive and just talk to him like Sweet. he's sitting in the car with me. Sweet. And began, you know, really early on to not just sit and talk and say, okay, amen, and it's over. But mm-hmm. to just, there was times I would just even drive to Carter Caves and just sit and listen. Wow. Does he have something he wants to say to me? That's awesome. So it, a lot of it was that. And then little by little with more of the Word, and then as the more of the, of the Word, you know, mixed in with that relationship of prayer. But I think the relationship came just out of probably birthed from this preacher, you know, right. speaking mm-hmm. everything that, you know, mm-hmm. and just realizing, oh, my gosh, looking back, it's not a scary thing now. It's an amazing thing that, you know, that God did. So I think it was just a lot of by myself time, not in a closet, mm-hmm. but, you know, so to speak, which there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But it was just driving and talking to him. He captivated you in that yes. church service. Yes, he right? very much so. Yeah. Which I had my own similar experience in the church service, not like that, but on a different level where I could I can remember the teaching that night to this day. But talking about our time listening to him, that's something that I still sometimes struggle with. You distractions. The distractions. So as an early Christian or a young Christian, if you all were distracted when you were trying to listen, how did you get back on track again? You're, I'll let you have that one. Okay. Yeah, you were talking about how you yeah. listened. How did you develop that? I think there. I think a lot of it came from trying to work it into whatever everyday life was like and i know like you know know, with distractions and with us you know we make sure at the end of every time we go out to eat right then we get our calendars out and plan the next time it got to the place where with my job and with life in general so what i would do is get up extra early you know earlier than what i would normally get up to have that time with him but also i remember even you know as a youth leader i would get to church early and then just walk the church and pray for each individual child that was in you know my youth group when i went to school to teach as i'm getting everything ready i'm having conversations with him out loud as well so that even the times when you don't have the time to stop and get in a closet so to speak or to go to a drive by myself and pray with him it was including him into my every day what i'm doing if that makes sense yeah it makes perfect sense Um, yeah i like that that if i'm if i'm setting up computers today you know on my kid's desk in the morning that i have to do every morning then it's talking to him while i'm doing that to you know make sure that the time is there even if it can't be a prayer closet time Mm -hmm. you know it's like um, I heard a minister one time say, "Practice His presence." It's just uh-huh. His presence is in everything. That, oh, I like that. that you yeah, have to do. yeah. There's a book I think on practice His presence. Okay. Same thing. How about you? How do you connect? Uh, probably for all of us, there are multiple ways that we connect. You know, I once told someone I can connect doing housework and laundry, and those things are true, but. How do you connect to – how do you talk with him, and how do you listen, Dina? Um, so 
Unlike Lisa, I'm not a morning person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not. Unlike both of us, that's right. We're <laughs> going to comment on the devotion first. Uh, yeah, I think that's fantastic for those who love to get up early in the mornings. I'm a night owl. Mm-hmm. Always have been. Will probably always be. Head, yeah, yes. I will be. <laughs> so a lot of mine come at the end of the day mm-hmm. instead of at the beginning of the day. There are times when um, we'll Chuck and I will watch something together work, do things like that, have dinner, whatever. Uh, even when the kids were younger and at home, uh, I found after everybody went to bed, that was kind of my time. Uh-huh. Um, and it would either be through, it might be reading something on the computer, it might be reading the Word. I, I would love to say I was intentional every time, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I probably wasn't. Uh-huh. Um, so thankfully... He was always seeking me out, uh-huh. even if I wasn't seeking him out. Because mm-hmm. yeah. there would be times I might be reading, I might have been scrolling through Facebook mm-hmm. and come across maybe a scripture that somebody had posted or somebody was struggling through something. And so I would just kind of stop and maybe say a prayer you know, for that person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really do try to be intentional with that when somebody asks me mm-hmm. for prayer if I don't go ahead and do it right then, right. I know myself. Right. It's probably not going to happen. Yes. So I'll usually will go ahead and stop right then. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And that's my conversation with God. Yeah. Now, hearing Him, again, it usually is during those quiet times when it's just me and Him at night. Sometimes it is in the car um, when I'm driving. I don't go on particular drives too much by myself but even just going from home to work or work to home sure there will be times when a song might be playing uh, or and I might just turn it off right then and just have that time with him Mm -hmm. five minutes it might be two minutes it might be 10 or 15 but I just I enjoy that time I I I always know that he's always seeking me though Mm -hmm. right so All relationships, too, are different. The way we connect with other people, they're all different. I'm not trying to get from the two of you to bottle your methodology just to point out the differences. And I do love that he is is always present. If we can know that, you know, if people can know that he is with us, he'll never leave us. Or forsake us to know that he's there and we can talk with him uh, anytime. PK had mentioned yesterday a man he knew that said that you know he doesn't pray long prayers. He he may pray five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes, uh, maybe every fifteen minutes. He says I don't pray long, but I pray frequently. Uh, just acknowledging the fact that. He is with us and and talking with him. And I think out of receiving all of these things and learning and knowing all of these things makes it so easy to then give those things to others. You know, when people talk about, uh, you know, you giving your love to that student Mm -hmm. who wanted, went out of her way to try to make you dislike her. People don't that catch that arrests someone emotionally. Is how can you love me when I'm setting out to try to cause you not to love me? That is the epitome of the love of God. But when we show people kindness and love and a smile, the smallest things can mm-hmm. 
demonstrate who's inside of us. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that he wants to be manifested that way. And he what he meets each one of us differently, uh-huh. however we are. It's like me in the morning, Dina at night uh-huh. time. That doesn't matter right. to him, right. whether it's morning or whether it's night or right. what time of the day it is or if it's going for a drive or if it's people who literally will get in a closet mm-hmm. right. who have a prayer closet mm-hmm. at home. And it it's just the fact that you get away with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's to say there's days that I go to work and I'm putting computers together. Someone can come in and talk to me. There's days where, sure. you know, I, it, it may not even be on my mind at that moment mm-hmm. to do, but that's okay with him, too. Right. You know, he might find. even go an entire day. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Without. <laughs> and he's still there. He's right. still there. Yeah. 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 I think that's it's really important for folks. I have a conversation with my mom every now and then. She's an amazing lady, mm-hmm. you know, yes. strong Christian, a prayer warrior. But even she will have a comment sometimes about how I just feel like I don't deserve, you know, to even be able to have a conversation with God. Or I'm always having to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord. Here I go again. And, you know, Mom, it's it's really okay. Yes. Right. Yeah. It, it really is okay. Even if you – I don't want to kick over a sacred cow. Even if you don't ask for forgiveness mm-hmm. – God's love is still mm-hmm. there. He is still yeah. seeking after you. Right. Now, we want to, out of relationship and mm-hmm. honor and respect and love for Him, we want to ask for forgiveness for the crazy things that we do. Mm-hmm. But even if we don't, because we didn't do anything to deserve it, right. we can't do anything to not get it. Right. Or and to, it's not to, a, to make it go away. If I had a checklist that said, you know, I've got to pray during this time, I've got to pray during this time. <laughs> Then it's not a relationship, oh, right. not you know. It's right. I don't feel the pressure of uh-huh. thinking like when I get up in the mornings, and because I am a morning person, and I put that time, you know, before I go to work or whatever. There are mornings that I get up that I may do the devotion that we're doing together, and that's it and go. Mm-hmm. That's all I had time to do, you know, mm-hmm. in that morning. Or and there may be mornings where um, my whatever I would like what. The part of me that likes to do what parts I'm doing in the morning. There may be mornings that I get up. There have been times where my sister's gotten up and we've talked the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I'll leave and didn't do any of that that I normally do. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with that because right. it's mm-hmm. not right. It's not a ritual. It's not a routine. Right. It's not a – Well, he's in the visit with yeah, you and Yeah, he's Sherry in the visit Lynn. with right. us. And that's the times yeah. when we're sharing what right. we do hear from him and what we do have from him and just loving on mm-hmm. somebody. He's in. He's in all of that. Right. So there's no pressure to think it has to be a certain way, or that it has to be twenty four seven, or or we've lost him. You know, or right. that he's you know yes. upset with us because we didn't give him so much time. It's it's that relationship. Yeah, he's in all the connections too. And he's the same way with us as if if we say, hey, something came up. We planned today. To me, something came up. We weren't able to go to dinner like we planned, or what? It's not like we all were like, "Well, then, forget it." Right? You know, it's <laughs> right. it's a, well, we're, we're not yeah. doing this anymore. Then, right? You know? Right? You know, he's so much more than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so amazing because I've lived. We all have lived life in relationship with him and not acknowledging relationship with him, and this side of it is so so much better, so much more. Peaceful, secure, loving. Very much. It's not so. all bed of. It's not all bed. Um, I want to say Guns and Roses because of the, <laughs> the band, but it's it's not all roses. Well, but the, the old hearse coming out. <laughs> right, right. Uh, they wouldn't have even been my first choice of bands to talk about. But it's not all 
roses. A bed of roses. A bed, a bed of, roses. of roses. Thank yes. you so much. <laughs> uh, but uh, you, to go through hardships without him, I've done that too. In my mind, he was with me, even though I didn't acknowledge. But I have not acknowledged him in many things. And we tried to do it all ourselves. Right. But yes. he was still there with us. He but was. going through life knowing he's there is so much sweeter. So I hope someone has gotten something out yes. of the recordings and knowing that his love is undeniable, it's unbreakable, it's all the things that people in our humanity don't always receive or get. And sometimes he'll take a bad rap because of people. And I hope that everyone listening can get that he is far greater. Uh, When bad things happen to good people, it's not his fault, right? That's a whole nother subject. That's a whole nother one. He definitely takes a bad rap for things that he's a good God, bottom line. And when bad things do happen, it's not his fault necessarily and I just want people to know that so hopefully you've been blessed by these recordings on God's love and we will tune in the next time to have another conversation on Conversations with Carolyn. Thanks for listening. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.